into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome to this week's Reclap, Season 5, Episode 2. It's me and Candace tonight. What's up, Lexi? Hey, how you doing? That felt good. Didn't We're back good. together. Girls are back. Yeah. Girls so are back. happy to be here. Me too. It was an interesting episode. Lots of went down. So many things. And I wasn't on the break when I was like thinking about this season and I was, you know, I wonder, wondered if they were going to just kind of repeat like the same old thing and they're not. It's pretty much new, new drama. It is. It's new. Well, and last week it was kind of mellow and I think we were all kind of like, when's it going to come back? When's that? Yeah. She's going to drop it. She's back. (laughs) Yeah. And angry. So, um, so at the top of the show, the she gets served literally, literally by court. She did. She has a breakdown, mm-hmm. and she goes outside to the mom and the kids. And Melissa is worried because they're a fractured team. But Holly is like, "Well, it's in our best interest to say nothing because Abby's on the defense." Right. But, you know, of course, Abby's not going to say anything because they, they already told her about how the, the fingers pointed at Abby and her job is so hard and mom's not, moms aren't like they were in the sixties and the seventies. And, um, I thought it was really funny of her to actually say, you know, no, they, they don't drop their kids off anymore and trust me. Yeah. Like, Woman, you have a lawsuit against you now. Why? <laughs> a second lawsuit. Yes, a second one uh, with a uh, with a 13-year-old little girl. So why would, you know, I wish. and then of course playing the victim. My favorite was my job is really hard. I know. You get paid to teach dance. Right. And it's not hard. You make it hard. <laughs> so true. But it's as Jill said and we uh me and Tony kind of touched on it last week. A 13-year-old just doesn't you know, decide to do a lawsuit. I didn't even know what a lawsuit was when I was 13. So it's no. like she's the uh, she's the face of the lawsuit, I think. Right. Well, speaking of the lawsuit, I have the court document right here about um, – I've got it all right here. Um, Paige is suing the Collins Entertainment LLC because she is uh, having – uh, anxiety and panic attacks to the point where she could no longer function in school and the school counselors declared that she had been being bullied by Abby. Interesting. Which, what? right. Bullying is an issue and it's getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. So kids out there, if you're getting bullied, tell your parents or a teacher. Yeah. 
or something. Yeah, I actually was bullied myself in high school, and it. I mean, I I didn't want to go to school, and I didn't you know want to do my best, and it's just it, it's bullying. Hard. Yeah, bullying is a huge as a huge issue, especially cyberbullying. I've seen like my friends' siblings get bullied as as you know middle schoolers. It's hard to watch a kid go through that. It is, yeah. And we watched her go through that. Um, she had a chair thrown at her, and Paige did in like previous um, episodes because uh, Kelly didn't put the stoppers on the chair, like you you know, so it, it wouldn't it wouldn't um, it was too slippery on the on the floor. So she wanted stoppers on the chair. Kelly didn't do it, and so Abby threw the chair at Paige. So that was um, in here as well. And then uh, Kelly goes on to say that um, their work conditions are abusive. And it, I guess it's the show started out as like just dance and it actually was about the dancers and then it evolved into this crazy three ring circus. Right. And she talks about labor, uh, child labor laws and that uh, Kelly, she apparently tried to leave four times and Colin said no. Um, and then, uh, it goes on to say she's fighting back about the skimpy outfits that the girls are forced to wear. And, um, I, I guess a choreographer that was hired by Collins was later charged with child, um. Wait, the costumes. I'm sorry. I wore costumes just that skimpy and dance. That's yep. part of being a dancer. That is part of being a dancer. And they are very skimpy, but they're not sexual costumes no. i mean they're small and that's what a leotard is it's the same thing as if you were a cheerleader and those skirts are shorter yeah so what do you think about the lawsuit i think i think that it is a reality check for abby and i think that she needs to take to heart that this isn't the first time it's happening it's the second time and so hey maybe there actually is an issue going on with the way that she's approaching it but at the same time you know, I think that coaches do outrageous things, but regardless of whatever the situation is, these moms and these kids are coming back year after year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know you know what you're in for, and you have the chance to walk away at any moment. I'm sure you can find a loophole in whatever contract you have with Lifetime to walk away if it got to the point where she was not functioning in school. Right. Well, apparently that has been happening I, I guess it's been a buildup since November until now because she didn't file the lawsuit in November when she quit or left. So a lot of people are saying out there, well, why did she wait until now to file the lawsuit? But actually, you have, after an incident occurs lawfully, you have two years to report it. And it happens all the time that people wait a year or, you know, as long as they can. And then, boom, lawsuit. Well, I mean, look at the Bill Cosby stuff. That's years down the line. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So. so. Okay. Well, back back to the uh, show itself. Um, they go into the lineup, and Kalani is late. And I just, I love Kalani, and this is off the subject, but I wasn't <laughs> la- here last week, but I was like, yes, she's back. And she's a great dancer. Yeah. So, so I don't care that she was late. I mean, I do. I do. It's not fair. I just, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that if you're going to come back and you're going to be brought back, at least make sure that your kid is on time. Do not chalk it up to traffic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there is ways that, which is an app for people who don't know, there are ways to get around, 
you yeah. know, being late. Yeah, that was very disrespectful of Kira, in my opinion, because she knows that these moms have been through hell and back with, you know, season after season, and she's back and all, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed because she hasn't been, you know, beaten with the stick this whole time. So right. she she should have been a little bit more just respectful of the other moms in their time and not just been so, like, she is a little hoity-toity, like, with her, you know, confidence and I agree. Such. So, and Holly is like, well, what's the penalty going to be? I know. Immediately they were like, <laughs> double penalty, penalty. What's the penalty? You know, but it's true. She should not have gotten a, a solo that week. Like she should have had some repercussion for being late. She should have just been like, oh, you're late, by the way. And also you're getting a solo now. Right. But yeah, the thing is, is that they need her on the team at this point so that she can't. You know, Chloe and Chrissy are gone, so they need the fifth person. And I just, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, like, I'm just not surprised at that. I feel like at this point we should expect everything and expect nothing all at the same time. Like, I'm not surprised that she didn't, you know, have a repercussion for being late. Mm-hmm. So. Right. So, um, the pyramid, mm-hmm. it looks more uniform. They're not changing mm-hmm. it around every episode. On the bottom was the two sisters, Mackenzie yeah. and Maddie. Yeah. I was Maddie surprised. Was on the bottom. I know. I was surprised at that. You but could, she was too. You could see it in her face, but I know. It's a reality check. I thought yeah. it was nice. Yeah. Mia and Kendall were in the middle because and and Abby actually complimented Mia. She did. She said she, she did nice. a, yeah, a great job and she did with her solo. She's looking great. She's got a confidence that she didn't have last season. Mm-hmm. She's looking a little bit buff. And just looking great, I think. Yeah, really, I agree. Yeah, I'm pushing the envelope more. And then Kendall, she said that she was just a pretty girl with a prop, which she could have looked a little more intense for the role that she was yeah. playing. Yeah, she was supposed to be a warrior, and warriors probably don't smile. They probably do a little bit different kind of expression. Like, she could have, she was kind of just like one tone, one expression the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, smiling. And then Kalani was on top. Yeah. And she was like, I'm glad you're back on the team. And this week's competition was in Detroit, the energy dance competition. Mm-hmm. And Little Miss Dramatic Family, I guess, from last season. Yes. One of them. Mm-hmm. Jeanette and Ava. Yes. Reside there. And Ava is confirmed on Facebook to be doing a solo. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> everyone's a little concerned. They are. And I wonder why they're concerned because they don't have to go to that competition do they <laughs> can't they just no. pick another one? there's like a million competitions yeah i i agree yeah, yeah and so abby i guess because of this decides that kalani is going to go up against maddie finally which is what kira wants and we've heard that over, over and over <laughs> she reiterated that so many times head to head yeah <laughs> so you know she's beaming ear to ear obviously and melissa's worried and kalani is older yeah, but at the end of the day, like, she, Melissa needs to have more confidence in that kid. I, I mean, I know she has confidence in her child, but I was a little bit irritated with her saying, I'm just so worried. You know, Kalani's two years older, and, you know, Maddie's not, you, you know, she's older, and she's a great dancer. I'm like, who was just, you know, performing with, you know, Sia and stuff like that? You I know? agree. Totally. Um. And Kalani and Kira, like, Kira just has a a confidence about Kalani that, like, the other moms don't have about their kids. 
And she does. She, yeah. And I think it's because, like, um, Kira doesn't care if Kalani's on the team or not because she knows that her kid is going to make it with or without Abby. Whereas, like, the other moms think that, like, they're chained to Abby because Abby can, like, make or break you, which was said, like, later on in this show. Well, and I, I think it's what Holly said, which is that Kira is not going to stay if Abby doesn't make Kalani even more competitive yeah. and marketable than she already is. And that's why she left the last time. Yeah. You know, she just... And I, I like that because it's it, it's just... It's, it is nice that she's confident like that in her kid. They all should be at this point. Yeah, for sure. So the group dance this week is Stomp the Yard, ah. which was inspired by Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Um, and they have three weeks until L.A., and so Abby is putting a lot of pressure on them to make it really fierce and rough. And it's it's very much inspired by a girl who's done something wrong and gone to jail. So mm-hmm. yes. kind of playing off of Abby's situation, which Jill points out. Yeah. And <laughs> that was funny. I loved when all the moms were upstairs and Jill or Kira, Kira asked how Abby took getting served. And the moms are like, well, you would know if you were on time. Right. But, you know, I think that Kira did make a good point when Holly was like, you get to come in and come and go as you please. And it's not right. And Kira does point out that why would she go down and be like, I I should be punished. I was late. You should punish my daughter. Right. Do you You know? Yeah. I just, you know, Holly went off a little bit and I feel like she was... A little bit two-sided because they would all come back, you know, just like Kira and Kalani did too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, I felt like she was a little bit two-sided there. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you want your kid to have the solo. Yeah. So why would, why would you go down and be like, I was late. You know, you should really give this to someone else. It's only fair. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, she's throwing blows and pulling hair and, you know, down there, you know, like some of the other moms, like she was late, but it, you know, Holly just was like, you're disrespecting the team. You know, you're a, she called her a coward. She said she wished that Christy was back. Yeah. Christy would at least own her actions. Own her words. Yeah. Yeah. That, that should have been the title. (laughs) subtitle (laughs) own your words that was all over twitter yeah (laughs) yeah so uh and and abby also brings up that they're going to be doing headshots to uh prepare for their journey to the entertainment capital now the whole headshot situation first of all it takes so the headshots (laughs) first of all it's ridiculous (laughs) we're like 15 minutes per kid per headshot so a headshot how long did it take you when you got your headshots done? It took me 15 minutes to just sit down and get my angle and smooth out the flyways and reapply and for him to get the lighting right and change yeah. the lens. It's like a four-hour shoot with, like, 300 pictures to go through, and then they <laughs> you pick the best ones. Yeah, you take, like, 500 shots. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a long process if, if you guys have never taken headshots before. So that was ridiculous that they were getting 15 minutes in general. I mean. Yes. And especially when she was like, now nah, she said something stupid like, now girls, not everybody's photogenic. I'm like, that is crap, woman. We have seen these girls' headshots over and over and they are bomb. They are. The bomb. Yes. <laughs> Plus, out of 
300 pictures, you can find one, one photogenic picture yeah. in the bunch. So Because you only need the one picture. That's, yes. Yeah. yeah. So Mackenzie went first, and she got 15 minutes. And then Maddie went. And I thought it was interesting that Abby, there, you know, she was kind of, um, what's it called? Cast typing? Yes. She was kind of cast typing the the girls, and she was like, Maddie, you're the leading lady. You're the Jodie Foster of this. Right. And she wasn't happy with the look, and so Maddie got, like, longer than 15 minutes. Well, she, Abby went, uh, when she was trying to coach them, I don't know what Abby thinks she knows about headshots, but. <laughs> smile, just pretty. Yeah, I, I wrote it down. She says, look evil. Look like you want to kill someone. Roll your eyes. And I was like, woman. Look evil. Woman, that does not work in L.A. They want smiley, aspirational, friendly people. Yeah. They don't, because casting directors out here, they don't want to work Typecasting, with, thank you. Yes. Typecasting. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to work with, you know, evil. Evil 13-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was interesting also. And then um I think it was while Kalani was getting her pictures, Abby makes that comment to the photographer. Yes. It's like this one, Mackenzie and Maddie are gonna be the only ones who get work in LA. Yes. A- appalling. Completely uncalled for. She has no idea who LA is a completely different animal than her reality show in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's night and day. She has no idea. Nia is going to do great out here. And so, and she made Nia feel horrible. And I know. Yeah, she, uh, uh, she said something like, dark circles under your eyes. I'm like, Abby, she is 12 years old. She does not have any circles under her eyes. And then talking about her lipstick and whatever. Right. And so, and it gets down to the point where she spent so much time on the first three girls that Kendall and Nia were just basically neglected. I think Kendall got, what, maybe 10 pictures? Yeah. Not even 10. Yeah. And then Nia didn't even get Abby. I know. Yeah. Kendall got a shot, but it wasn't a smiley shot. And Nia got coached by her mom. And, and I'm, man, she, I got to hand it to them because she just it was like, okay, well, I'm going to take my head shot. And, and she got a shot, you know? Which I actually really liked Nia's. And I feel like she probably too. got a better head shot than had... <laughs> Yeah. Abby been directing her to, you know, look however she felt. Yeah, because she was smiley and she was just being her and having a good time and being a 12-year-old, yeah. not trying to be evil and roll her eyes back. And <laughs> But I thought it was so bad that Abby was like, well, it's luck of the draw. Whoever gets there first gets my attention. No, it's not. We all know that it's not luck of the draw. <laughs> right, everyone in the comments? We all know it's not fair in Abbeville, not luck of the draw. Yeah. Um, so then they go into the solo rehearsals, which Kira was like, Maddie could be doing a solo for three years and Kalani would still beat her. I mean, that is some intense confidence in your daughter. It is. You know, like that was that was impressive. And so her solo is called Dance in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Acrobatic. And Maddie's is the judgment. Yes. Which, what did you think when they first said it was the judgment after everything going on. I mean, I, they all kind of tie in a little bit. I didn't really think a whole lot of it. I, I mean, I know that it's like tied together with Abby being judged and everything. And Abby did get really emotional while, um, Maddie was performing. So, but you know, 
what are they? What's that saying? Um, you build your own grave, you dig your own hole, made your bed. Yes, nice that one too. <laughs> yeah. All those types of phrases. Yeah, and um, Jill tells the moms what she overheard Abby saying about how the three girls are going to get the jobs in L.A. And Holly obviously gets mad because this is Holly's rage episode, apparently. And um, then Holly gets a call from Jeanette. And Jeanette says that she wants to let her know personally, which I don't understand why she picked Holly. I don't know either. Over everyone to personally let them know. I would have thought for some reason she would have picked Melissa just because Melissa is more like just kind of even Steven laid back, you know, doesn't. Maybe that's why she picked Holly because she knew she would like blast it. Spark Holly to get angry. Yeah. I don't know. But um, and she tells her that she's coming after the ALDC on the dance floor, and Kira goes over and hangs up on her. I know, <laughs> man. But here's the thing: I I feel like that call might have been planned. Please don't destroy me in the comments for saying that, because <laughs> I, I if I didn't know who was calling me, if it was an unknown number, I would not answer on speakerphone. I know. I was thinking that too. So that because it could be anybody. It could be. You could know? be our doctor. You know? I just was going to say that your your results are in, yeah, Miss Holly. Yeah. So uh, that just seemed a little staged to me, but again, just speculation, yeah. just speculation. <laughs> that was a setup. Yeah. Um, and they point. Kira says that basically she pulled up Jeanette's Facebook, and Christy was talking really badly about Abby at one of the meet and greets, and Jeanette was sitting there filming it, so it was on Jeanette's Facebook. Right. Yeah. I'm not surprised that, you know, they're teaming up. I mean, they've all been hurt, and, you know, I would would, um, do the same thing, like, speaking from being a mother myself, like, and Athena's only one, but, like, if somebody says one thing about that child, like... She's like somebody said that she was dirty, and I was like, "She is not dirty. How can you think that? Where's the dirt on her?" Yeah. Because when you're a mom, your your child is a direct like reflection of you, and whenever somebody hurts your child, it's like fifty blows to you mm-hmm. more as as the mom. So, I mean, I mean, I don't doubt. That, you know, she's being sued and Jeanette wants revenge and I don't, I don't doubt that. Um, yeah. Jeanette, well, I mean, we can get to that later, but she kind of is out of control herself. She is totally. So. <laughs> um, and, and Abby even points out to Maddie and Kalani that she better not, Ava better not come close to either of them in scoring. Right. Well, well, Ava is a good dancer. She, yeah, we'll get to Ava in a little. I think she's a great dancer. Oh, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. We'll save it. So, uh, day of competition, and Holly says that everyone's out to get Abby, and she needs to be on her best behavior, which, when do we ever see Abby on her best behavior? Yeah, never. She thinks, you know, she's, can't be beat. Right. She's invincible. Mm-hmm. And Jeanette, this, this, them getting off the bus looked very different than previous competitions because it wasn't just everyone lined up cheering for them. It was only Jeanette's yes. studio. Which was very fake and set up and creepy. Uh, and, yeah, and odd. Yes. And basically the ALDC gives them the cold shoulder. Yes. And I guess that like really bothered Ava because she wanted to be hugged by her friends. But what did she expect? Yeah. Well, 
Jeanette wants Ava to be accepted by the the girls, and she is, and she was, but the fact of the matter is, is Jeanette needs to realize that her, her daughter was kicked off the team. Right. And what Jeanette did, bring, bringing her last, uh, back into the finals, into the room, and saying, well, she never got kicked out, and then she puts her kid through all of that stuff with Abby, with Abby ripping the, off her ALDC jacket, like... You know, like, don't put your daughter through that. You're just, you know, you're taking Ava through the mud. I agree. And she did it again. Welcome to, welcome to um, Detroit. Welcome to Michigan. Like, what else? You know, she's trying to reason with an unreasonable monster. So, And then to just keep piling it on, she feels the need to go talk to Abby in their dressing room. Yeah. Yeah, she had no business being in no. their dressing room, None. barging in like that. You know, she wasn't polite, like, do you mind if I talk to you? Or I just, I mean, that probably wouldn't have worked anyway, but she could have gone about it a little bit different. She should have at least, like, asked if she could enter the room instead of just storming in. Yeah, that's their private room. Yeah, and the girls needed to focus. They just didn't need that. There was a way more mature way of handling that situation, in my yes. opinion. Yes, Um But... Basically, uh, Kira makes the comment that Kalani is Abby's new star. And Abby decides that she wants to go backstage. Yes. Which I think that this is an interesting scene. And it can be debated as long as we all want it to. Mm-hmm. What do you think happened? Do you think that Abby was actually talking to Ava? Or do you think she was just announcing in general her frustration? Uh, I don't think she was talking to Ava. I think she was announcing in general her frustration. I rewound that part several times. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's she thinks that she, you know, can throw her name and self around and do this and they're going to start the competition. She's very impatient. Um, she didn't actually walk out to actually further, further enough um, in the wing so that the judges could see. She was just kind of, like, getting out her frustration, and then Ava was on the other side. You know, it's a big stage. They said, like, 60 feet away. Yeah. I think it was kind of misconstrued. I think it was misconstrued, and Ava is already rightfully so hurt and on the defensive, and she thinks, you know, Abby's trying to sabotage her right before she goes onto the stage. I agree, and I think I think this happens a lot when people are frustrated and just expressing in general. But you always you're always looking around at something. You know, if you're if you're mad, you're not just staring at a wall doing it. You're looking like at people or whoever's around you. And so maybe she did make eye contact with Ava like briefly. Yeah, but I don't. It wasn't directed at her. No, I don't feel like it was directed. I think at it was her. just her being yeah. frustrated with her life in general. Yeah. <laughs> we would like to know what you all think about that down in the comments. So Yeah, guys, I have the comments up. So if you want to Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll shout you out. Um you guys are commenting so much and it's awesome. Thank you so much. But uh yeah, so so they do that and then Ava's performance on my way was good. Mhm. It was good. Um uh, it, it is good. She's a great dancer. I just, I was a little bit distracted by her frail body. Yes. Like, I can't really get past the point that I can, like, count every single rib and bone. Um, and it I, was alarming. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, Jeanette's not that 
you know, she's thin, but she's not like rail thin. So I don't know if that's natural or if that's, I mean, I imposed. felt like, I felt like if she tripped and fell, her entire body would just shatter. Yeah. She, she needs to eat something. That was, and, and maybe it's just because she's in a growth spurt and she's 13 or she's a teenager. You yeah, know, she yeah. going through those changes, but still, I mean, there's there's a, there's a difference between a ballet body and and too skinny. Yeah, yeah, it's very, you know, she's like a rib and a muscle, and that's that's it. Uh, just real quick, want to shout out to, excuse me if I can't pronounce this correctly, Linda Yenikag and Jade Tippins. Laura Campbell, Euro Padager, Paul is my hero, 777. Thank you guys for commenting. They're basically all saying that they think it was a case of miscommunication. Okay. So. Thank you for yeah. that. We Thanks appreciate for that. Thanks in, guys. Yeah, we appreciate that in. feedback. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Kalani's solo. Oh. Um, loved her costume. I thought it was awesome. I did. Yeah, I loved very glam, glitzy. Loved this silver piece. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous girl, face dancer, amazing legs, mm-hmm. feet for days. I mean, none of, I mean, none of the girls have feet like that. Like, that is a gift. Um, if she lacks for me, like, a, just a little bit of urgency too. Like, it's almost like she's so confident that she doesn't like push, like, even at the end, she just, kind of like went back like that and was just like you know mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh my god I just finished this amazing dance like oh it was like <laughs> right so that's what I thought I thought it was a good performance um, but I didn't think it was like the best thing I don't, I don't know I, I really liked her performance her and Maddie are just entirely different dancers yeah for all the you know hype about those two going head to head I just would have thought she would have just like uh, you know hit it more hit it yeah yeah uh, Maddie's Abby right before she went out made it that sassy comment to Maddie and was like, "You haven't done a solo in a long time. You better not be rusty." I know, but it didn't phase her. No, of course not. Um, I personally thought that she was so graceful. Yes, she flowed seamlessly. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great performance. I really liked it personally. Yeah, I did too. I I wrote down that it's um, impeccable, and I feel like her performance comes from within. It's like she performs with her, you know, her insides, and like everything is involved. And I just, I just stop and watch her, and I just, you know, stuff can be going on, and I, that's all I want to do is, is watch her, and I put my pin down, and it's just, it's she's breathtaking. Um, and her emotions also. I mean, they just improve with every performance she gives. They're so good. They are. The facial expressions. Yes. They are performing rapidly. And every, like, every movement of hers has a place and is, she doesn't, like, throw any movement away. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a hand or a flip of a wrist. Like, it's very, um, you know. There's meaning behind all of it. All of it. Yeah. Whatever it is. I agree. Um, and... Uh, Basically, they're all back in the dressing room. You know, Jeanette is like, well, Abby, why were you backstage trying to get all up in Ava's face? Mm-hmm. Which, Abby she, was right. She was bold-faced lying. Um, Ava was. Ava was bold-faced, yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I think Ava... Was caught up in emotion. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just think she was caught up in like what what she was feeling and and how like dismayed she felt as the girls like walked by and didn't you know 
didn't give her any attention or hugs like her mother wanted. But Abby at this point should know, and it's, it's amazing to me that she just doesn't care that she's being set up by people. You know, mm-hmm. Jeanette is trying to set her up and get her in trouble. So I think Abby has, like, really lost her mind to, like, not be able to see that because I could see it, like, a mile away. I just think she needs to play it safe for a little bit. I mean, she knows that these moms are the ones that she's really angered and either kicked off the team or they've left. That they're out to get her. So why would you go do something that is not really looked highly upon by, you know, anyone in competition being going backstage and, like, getting a- irritated. Right. Don't do anything that can be misconstrued. Just lay low. Yeah. She shouldn't have been back there. Um, that's not allowed. Um, I don't believe. I think that's violation of the rules in competition for the instructors to be backstage. I don't ever remember having my instructors backstage. No. Why? It was like in the warm-up room. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. I'm sure the girls were like, okay, peace out. This is like our fun time to like be without you and to do what we love to do. So... Right. Yeah. Move along. And Gina Gina comes in, who's the director, I guess, of the competition. And, and it's, yeah, she tells her, like, you can't be backstage, yeah. um, you know. Right. Dealing with the, the kids. And Jeanette wants to file an official complaint for doing so. That's right. So um, they go to the group performance, which I thought that it was a cool group performance, but they were not together. Um, there was like, I, I mean, I loved, I love this, um, performance. Um, the thing that I noticed and like, maybe this is like what you saw too, is like, just when like the dancers were like marching on the stage, I watched that a couple times and like some of them walk with like more, you know, oomph than others. Like Nia and Maddie were like, every step is like a million dollar step Mm -hmm. and the other girls so it was like more of a punch even on the step and it's like Kendall and um, uh, Kalani they weren't punching so they were like a little bit behind so it would you know very like uh, subtle but and just real quick just to reiterate because I'm seeing some stuff in the comments section we we totally understand that this is Multiple performances that are edited down into like five minutes, but right. and that anything could have happened. Maybe Abby did actually yell at Ava, but for the sake of the show that we're talking about, yes, and what we saw, this is what we're talking about, right? We, yes, um, anyways, so going back to the awards, mm-hmm. the group got first, Woohoo! congratulations, Yay. girls, uh, in the solos. Kalani got fourth. Surprised. Yeah, and Ava beat her with third. Yes. Maddie did not pull through. Right. I was surprised at that. Second place. I, I wish we had seen the winning performance. I know. I did. I, yeah. wonder who that was. If anyone knows what the winning performance was, and it's on YouTube, we would love to see it. So yes. please post oh. in the comments. Um, and so Abby obviously gets mad, though, and says that it was rigged. Yes. And, um, yeah, and I agree with Holly with what she was saying. Like, own up, Abby. You know, we didn't win. And it just makes me so mad because just a couple episodes ago, she got so upset at the girls because they were supposedly poor losers. Mm-hmm. And I, in my opinion, they weren't poor losers in that episode. And then right. now she's just, you know, she doesn't take it. It's not rigged. 
you know, everybody did their job and, you know, your kids didn't get exactly what you thought that they should get. So move on. I agree. I think Abby's just like lashing out at the world right now Mm -hmm. and, you know, taking no prisoners. But good for Holly. Yes. And this is where she says, own your words, woman. (laughs) I love sassy Holly. (laughs) And she, yeah, she call, she totally calls her out, you know, stop it. You look ridiculous. And she does. Mm -hmm. So, but here's the, here's the part that I think that made me the maddest in the show. Okay. Is that Kendall, Abby called out Kendall, singled her out (sighs) and asked her to fake walk into a casting call. Yes, and she walked in exactly how you would walk in. Yeah, and Abby got mad and was like, "You wouldn't introduce yourself, like Jill. Why aren't you hitting her on her back with a hairbrush?" Yeah, and then she said, "I'm gonna work your he- work you like a puppet." Like it was horror. I'm not even gonna repeat exactly what she said because it's just so grotesque. I know what she said. Yeah, but I mean, and I wrote down. I was like, Jill didn't stand up for her kid. I know. Holly goes on, and it's like, no woman would talk to my baby like that. No. I'd be like, peace out, woman. And Kendall's even crying, and she's like, stop, you're embarrassing me. Yeah, what she said is just, it's absolutely appalling. And um, it's just interesting that, you know, we see all these instances, and Abby, she's just lost her, she's just lost all marbles at this point, because in the beginning, she's like, I just don't get it. Nobody trusts me. I love kids at one point. I love kids. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You love the fame that they have brought you. Right. Is what it is. Um, And and Kendall starts to walk out. And Abby's like, get back in. Yeah. You touch that doorknob. And Nia stands up for Kendall. Mm -hmm. And was like, well, you're just disrespecting everyone. Right. And then we see Holly, which was that a separate room that they went in? I don't think it was. I don't think so. But um, Holly was like, you're a disgrace. Stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're being so rude. I'm not your enemy. Why are you after me? Right. And she was just basically like, I told you 10 years ago that Nia had a great face and no one else told her that. But she's not saying that now to Nia. Right. About Nia. And she's not helping her at all. No. She got neglected, basically, in the headshot stuff. Yeah. Headshots, solos. The everything. Talks about yeah. her feet. Right. So I think that was basically... The end of the show. Um, do you have any news and gossip? Um, well, quite a bit of gossip about um, the new video, Elasticart, that came out. It's got about, like, um, 24 million hits now. Lots of backlash. Yeah, lots of backlash mm-hmm. um, between uh, Maddie and uh, Shia. Right, and they're saying basically that Shia, or Shia. they're saying that it's pedophilia. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it's not anything. In my in my opinion, it's an interpretive dance. I agree. And I feel like I interpreted it like Shia was like the old Sia, you know, broken. And then Maddie was like the new youthful um, Sia. But then, you know, at the parts where like Maddie was on his back you know, like, she was trying to, like, overcome stuff, but she couldn't, and then I felt like the cage represented, like, the heart. You that know, is good. You can't, you can't get out of your own heart, so I felt like it was two, you know, two of... See ya. See ya. Two yeah. different sides. Yeah, two different sides of her, the old and the new, but still one. That's great. Stretching. That's awesome. 
because they're elastic heart, but still yeah. one old and new. Um, yeah, I don't feel any. I didn't see any sexual stuff. Well, and also, two. we know that Shia does these weird exhibitions. And yeah. He had that, the exhibition in LA where, you know, he, the, there was a lot of controversy about that. So there was. it's not out of the blue for him to do that. I mean, it, I, it's like you said, it, I think it was a piece of art that Sia was trying to do. Yeah. Skin doesn't always equal sex and touching doesn't always equal, you know, Agreed. love, lust, sexual stuff. Do you have anything else? Um, I do a little bit with the whole Instagram thing. Um, it's kind of more, um, gossip, I suppose, but there's so many like fake dance mom accounts on, um, Instagram that you can hardly even find like the real girls and they are hacking these girls. Um, are you super fans of the show, but they're like hacking all of about they're getting hacked. Yeah, all of the um, girls' accounts, like on a regular basis, and I actually have that one account username. Her name, um, the account user is Maddie Ziegler. Pregnant, she gained fifteen hundred followers in just a few hours by promising posted proof that the twelve-year-old is actually pregnant. Oh my god! And it's just, it's so ridiculous, but it's interesting that like. You know, all of these super fans are under 18 and they're making like fake accounts and you can't even tell. They post it like they're the girl. I know. It's crazy. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. Yeah. And it's like, you know, real dance mom facts or (laughs) Maddie Ziegler. It's horrible. Horrible. Um, Yeah. And, you know, it's many they'll promise you like f- secret facts or something about the girls if you follow back and mm-hmm. so beware out there of those <laughs> fake twitters and instagram all right we we were gonna have to wrap in a second so let's quickly go into predictions okay um and now you're after buzz tv what do you think's gonna happen well, I saw that that uh, JoJo is back, mm-hmm. and I feel like, uh, unfortunately, she's probably going to be the brunt of some, you know, me. Hate. Yeah, <laughs> some hate. Yeah. And then uh, I saw that Nia isn't getting into her character, which I'll have to see it because Girlfriend's been getting into her character. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting sassy, so I'm excited to see whatever she has to say to stand up for herself this time. Yeah, me too. All right, Candace, where can we find you? Hello, everyone. You can find me on Twitter at Candice underscore Camacho. You can follow me on Instagram at Candice Camacho. Or you can check out my YouTube series, New Mom, New Wife, New Life on YouTube for uh, recipes and tips and beauty and health. And you can find me on all social media at Lexi Hammersfar or my website at www.lexihammersfar.com. Thanks for sticking around for this week's reclap. We'll see you next week for episode three. Have a good week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. See you later. Sorry. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 